I'm a dude, and I'm inviting you to join me on a podcast about brews. Does that include stouts? Yes. Yes, of course it includes stouts. Like I was saying, join us every Saturday on the journey hey, hey, into... Hey, co- wait a minute. Do you, do you guys do anything about, like, IPAs? Yes. Like that? Yes, of, yes, of, yes, we do IPAs. Okay. It's, okay. It, yes. Anyway, join us on the Journey into Comics Network for Brews with Dudes. Whoa, whoa, po- hey, hey, do you... Have you guys ever... Do you care if I bring some Zima on? Yes, I care if you bring Zima. Zima doesn't count. Zima... Oh. Zima... Dr. Dongo. Anyway, join us every Saturday for a podcast that delves into the craft brew world. What on earth is that? It's a Journey into Comics Network production! We're breaking all our own rules and we really don't care on this episode of The D-List. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the D-List. My microphone is clipping like crazy right there. Okay, we're good. Good now? <laughs> yeah, we're good. <laughs> this is John. This is Dave. And uh, if you've listened to us before, you know what you're getting into. And if not, welcome. Well, yeah, welcome, welcome back. Or welcome, welcome to the most slapdash episode of this crap that we have done. Because yes. we are bad at stuff. We are uh, slackers. Yeah, so we basically had like complete meltdown of all functions and we're like dude we got to do episode and oh yeah we got like four days to do it so we had no planning nothing at all just we had originally planned after the last pair of episodes when we did 1990 the bronx warriors to continue with those other movies yes that go in i don't think they're related uh there's one the there's a sequel that's escape from the bronx that's that is a that is a, sequel, that is a yeah. direct sequel. Okay. And then the other one is the same style, but it's not. It's like related. the same director and stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. That uh, Enzo Casarelli. Okay. And um, <clears throat> I'm excited to see those. Yeah, well, we had originally planned to bring Aaron Madrid back because he was super into those movies. Mm-hmm. Um. I think we were talking. We we're going to get Steve in to do a double. I think so, yeah. Double guest. Although Steve doesn't really count as a guest anymore. Steve's just like. He's our third man. He's here yeah. most sometimes. Unofficial third man. Yeah. And uh, I almost called him tonight to see if he would have. But I felt bad. It was like such short notice. Right, yeah. But um, yeah, so we needed an episode and we were really bad about it because I've had a, a lot of stuff going on. Dave's had stuff going on. Yep. Uh, we were both out of town last week. It was took awesome ourselves time. took ourselves a little trip to Brookfield, Illinois, to visit the Galloping Ghost Arcade. Dude, this place is huge. If you are within driving distance and have any interest in arcade games, cannot recommend this place that's enough. The, that's dude. the place to go. Cannot recommend this place enough. Just outside Chicago, off of two ninety four. <laughs> What's the count? Seven fifty two. Seven fifty two. Seven hundred fifty two arcade games for a twenty dollar cover charge. Yeah. Twenty bucks and then all day. All day from eleven AM to two AM. Two AM, yeah. Come so and go nice. as you please. Go across the street, get some tacos, come back, jam out, 
and we were there for what a good eight and a half I hours. Think eight and a half, yeah, it's nuts. It's a long time, dude. It's it's, it's worth so it good. though. So so, good. so many games. Yeah, I had a really good time this time. Um, it had been about six months since we yeah, were, it a long seven time. months something like six, six or seven. seven. Yeah, it'd been a while since we were there. And man, did I enjoy it! I think so the last time we went before that, uh, a lot of the games were down. Or some of the bigger games were like broken. Yeah, I mean, I understand why that happens. I can't imagine how hard it is to keep that place going oh, every yeah. day. It's because of the wear and tear. I mean, there's so many people through those doors every day. Yeah, and you think that like that place would get super crowded just with the amount of people that come through there, but it's so big. Yeah, you can spread out they, a little bit. You can and... spread out. I did get, I did get stuck in a corner. <laughs> I did it the first time I was oh, there. Oh god, stuck. man, you gotta, you gotta be careful. I was, I wanted to play Elevator Action two, and like I just started having like a panic attack because I was just boxed <laughs> Surrounded in. Surrounded by people. All, oh, it's awful. I did that first time. I sat down for a game. And that game wasn't fun, so I went to get up, and I was just stuck there. I'm like, You're like oh, I gotta play this crap now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we were all out of town last weekend doing stuff. Um, I got a new puppy. Yes. I got a adorable little poopy. I, I've, I've only seen pictures, and she's fucking adorable. Yeah, I got, got a little... Was she 12? I think she's 12-week-old Pomeranian named Jeez. Coco Pebbles. <laughs> uh, so that's been a thing. I haven't had a puppy in like 25 years. Damn. This is the first time I've had a puppy in like 25 years. You got a puppy puppy. I forgot what a pain in the ass it is. It's rough. Give me rough. Oh man, she chews on everything. Shits all over the place. Whew. But we're getting through it. We're figuring, we're figuring some stuff out. We're figuring out how to communicate. Getting with better with it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She, uh, she's got a lot of energy, man. Yep. And we got to funnel that energy properly. She's not chewing so, everything, and yeah. Basically, what I've discovered is that uh, as soon as I am able to, at whatever point during the day, I have to take that dog on a walk. Which I think today was the fourth time we've ever done that. Oh wow! Yeah, like she's still really <laughs> figuring everything out. It's awesome. But uh, yeah, Sunday I was like I'm home by myself all day, I'm not dealing with you. I I've been sick. Right. So I was like, I need you to be cool. Just chill out, dog. So we went on like, I, it was, had to be at least like a mile. Oh, wow. Walk. She's got little legs, too. Yeah. <laughs> and we got home and she's just boom, passed out, out. <laughs> for, out for like four hours. Damn. And I was like, oh, thank God I could watch movies. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we just totally spaced all kinds of stuff, having all kinds of problems getting this going. But, like I started saying earlier, our original idea was to have the next couple episodes just be that whole trilogy. Right. Of the ghost, whatever the hell, what, what did you say that guy's name was? Uh, Enzo Cassarelli. Enzo, Enzo Cassarelli, okay. Which I, I also bought more movies, another triple pack of his movies. <laughs> That's... Another triple pack of yeah. movies. Oh, wow. Okay. But they're like, their name's like, I think one's like Street Law and the Heroin Busters. The Heroin Busters. So we don't have to come up with movies. Like, we don't have to do any work picking out movies for a while. Nope. We, we, we got them. We got, the, we got the whole Joe Diamato collection. We've got, <laughs> like, 
piles of George Eastman films. And oh, now yeah. we've got all the Enzo Amore, whatever. Enzo Amore, that's a different guy. <laughs> that's a different guy altogether. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and we were going to have Aaron back and just keep going in those, and that didn't happen. So I texted no. Dave last night. I was like, dude, we got to get an episode in the bag. And he's like, yeah, we should probably record that this week. And I'm like, yeah, it's got to be uploaded on Friday. So, of course, yeah, we got to record we that this week. We have to. And uh, here we are. Yeah. With no guest. Not at all, just us. Didn't even try. <laughs> we're just like, dude, we're coming. I'm coming over to your house about 5 o'clock. Back in the basement. We'll find something. The comfortable confines. And we just started looking around, and we found something. So, if you remember in that first episode, we set out. We were going to have some rules for... <laughs> for the kind of stuff we were going to do. One of the things that we'd said was no trauma. It was one of the bigger rules. But we broke that rule. Yes, we did. Because we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> we set our rules. We break our rules. We broke our rules like That's right cool. away, too. This is like the eighth, ninth episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know whatever uh, stupid rule anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's a dumb rule. Rules are dumb. Yeah. Rules are dumb. Yeah. I agree. No rules. No rules. Just right. I'll be. And uh, we were just flipping around and we're like, dude, it's okay. So we didn't have time to prepare. Because a lot of times we'll find something and we'll find something new that neither one of us have ever seen. And we'll like kind of preview it and we'll research it and stuff like that. Right. And prepare. And we, you know, we try. It may not seem like it. It definitely doesn't seem like doesn't it. Seem I've like listened it. to this show. I know what a bunch of jackasses we are. It's fine. Um, that's the charm. That's the yeah, charm of it. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's fine. That's what you want to call it. But uh, yeah, we're like, let's just do something that we've seen a thousand times that we love and we're not going to have any problems talking about. We know all kinds of shit about it. So we watched the Toxic Avenger. like Classic. Ugh. Ground Zero trauma. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was good, man. I love it. I love it every time. I'm never sick so of good. it. I think it's great. It's, yeah, yeah, I love it so much, but we're not going to talk about that yet. No, we're not. We got other stuff to talk about. Dave, what you been watching? I've been watching quite a bit, actually. Yeah, me too. I got all kinds of shit to talk about. Sweet. So let's do it. Um, I guess... I so John and I were talking because we work together, and uh, I was talking about how I've not seen a lot of the classic movies. The oh yeah 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 yeah. There's like yeah because oh, you were, you were, you were saying you went to the uh, the used store here in town. That's like if it's made out of a circle, they sell it. Yes, <laughs> that is exactly it's, it's a circle right. store. So the circle store. Like a lot of people go there to get like old old games and stuff. Like oh, yeah. uh, Alex that we work with buys old Xbox games old there Xbox all the time, and they just have fucking piles. It's just intimidating racks racks. piles of DVDs everywhere. And uh, what'd you say you picked? Oh, you picked up Doctor Strangelove. Yeah, Doctor Strangelove is three dollars, like the collector's edition for like three bucks. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I've never actually seen this, worth. but I know hella worth for sure. Yeah. And I got to talk with John, and I didn't know, like, the, was it American Film Institute? Had yeah. 100, yeah. 100 movies? We, we, I don't was there something else that you said you hadn't seen either? I don't remember, um, but yeah, you said something about how you hadn't seen Doctor Strange Love, and I was like, oh, dude, it's a good one. It's a classic. It's definitely one of those ones that everybody should see. 
And you were talking about wanting to watch a lot of the like older stuff, classic, classics. Yeah, the you know film studies one hundred and one kind of right. Yeah, stuff that you may not have seen. So I recommended the uh, AFI hundred years hundred films. Yeah, and there's a there's a whole list. <laughs> and so I I made it a goal this year to watch all one hundred of them. That's a noble goal, sir. It's uh, I'm at three already, so. That's just three. Which which three? Uh, I watched uh, Doctor Strange Love. Yep, which was good. No it, fighting in the war room. No fighting in the war room. <laughs> they want our precious fluids. Yeah. I love that end of Slim Pickens right in that bomb <laughs> right in the bomb deck. <laughs> it's great. And I love uh, Slim Pickens. Uh, shit, what's his name? Um, why can't oh, uh, I think of his name? Uh, Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers plays like three, three characters. characters. He's awesome. Peter Sellers is great. It it was a strange movie, but I loved mm. it. Yeah. I watched that uh, Rear Window by Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, Rear, like that's one of those things that I'm willing to bet that now that you've seen Rear Window, you're going to go watch other stuff and see references to Rear yes. Window in so much other shit. When I was watching it, there was some stuff that I'm like, I've seen something like that. Like and... as recently as an episode of Broad City from like two years ago. Really? There's ba- they they have a rear window episode. Oh wow. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> so, it's it's like, a classic. It's, it really is. It's it's one of the few things I can stomach Jimmy Stewart being in. Dude, he was driving me nuts in it, but yes. Oh, Yeah. I just I, I don't know. He's he, I mean, he's done some really great movies for sure. He right. de- he's definitely earned his place. But I can't stand not his voice. a huge fan. <laughs> not, not a huge fan. Give me Robert Mitchum any day. It was that one that I watched, uh, French Connection. Yes. Which I had not seen before. Popeye, motherfucking Doyle. Doyle. God damn it, I love that movie. Super young Gene Hackman. I love that movie. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's great. Like, you watch that movie and you realize that Gene Hackman is such a fucking badass. Yes. Like, that dude rules. Do you hear that shit about, like, it was a while back, but Gene Hackman, like, got in a car wreck. Like, some dude cut him off and wrecked his car. And Gene Hackman got arrested because he beat the crap out of the dude in the middle of the street. Oh, shit. It was like 82-year-old Gene Hackman just beat some dude's ass. That's awesome. And I was like, God damn it, Gene Hackman just rules. He's a fucking hard ass. But yeah, French Connection, man. It was classic. It was good. It's real good. It's real good. There's a French Connection 2, apparently. Yeah, I haven't seen the second one. I haven't seen the second one. um, So I have no idea what to say about it. Yeah, same. I don't know. But... But that's it's, my goal. I'm gonna try to get those. It's great. Was it a was it an award winner? Uh, I believe so. I don't. Didn't it? I feel like it. Well, be a Google French Connection. You get all kinds of weirdo stuff, and yep. I wasn't prepared to talk about the French Connection. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like it did. Um, yeah, best picture. It makes sense. Best Picture, Best Director, Film Editing, Adapted Screenplay. Was nominated Supporting Actor, Cinematography, Sound Mixing. So, yeah, it was well-lauded yeah. for its time, for sure. Yeah, I dug it. I, I dug did, it a lot. Yeah, five Academy Awards, like two BAFTAs. Pretty prestige. Pretty prestigious. Three Golden Globes. Yeah, it's definitely... Number 70 on AFI's 100. Um, although number 93 on the 10th anniversary AFI 100. 
And number eight on the AFI 100 thrills. Ooh. So I don't know what's up with that. Uh, oh, uh, number 44 on the AFI 100 he- heroes and villains with Popeye Doyle. Oh, really? Be a number 44 hero. Yeah. I love that movie because the bad guy gets away at the end. Yes. Yeah. Like there's that big showdown in the warehouse and they're shooting and he's chasing guys and then he just zoop, just gets away. Just poof and gets away and that's it. So it's it's good, man. Yeah. It's a real good movie. Uh have you seen Serpico? Um, I I know of it. You should watch Serpico too. Serpico. Like uh, I forget when Serpico came out, but I think it was around that same time. It's uh Pacino. I know I've heard of it. He's like a it's a true story, and he's like a cop that's like busting dirty cops. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> but it, it reminds me a lot of French Connection, like in tone tone S- yeah. similar yeah similar tone i'll check that out too like I'd, i'm willing to watch anything that's why i decided yeah. like i'm gonna try to watch this list man i mean i feel i feel like there's so much good stuff out there like that that you may have missed yeah and it makes me really happy that you're going back and like watching some of this stuff there's some on there. There's a lot of musicals that I'm yeah. not a big musical guy. Yeah. Stomach through that a little bit. Yeah, I know Singing in the Rain's on there. I know like yeah. uh, Wonderful Life is on there. Gone with the Wind. Oh, God. Gone with the goddamn four hours of fucking wind. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't think I could do it, man. I've never seen it. I've never been able, I've never sat through it. I've never had any desire to sit through it. It's, it's going to be a little rough. I'm, I'm going to attempt it. I appreciate it for what it is. You know, like right. I respect it. Um, I've never seen it. I'll probably never see it. I just I have no interest in sitting no interest through in that it. movie. Yeah. Um, I may watch it with my grandfather because apparently he loves that movie. It's four so. hours long, dude. Yeah, four it's hours, super long, four hours. Yeah, that's gonna be, the, that's gonna be maybe towards the end of the four list. hours, and there's no Nazgul. There's no. Oliphants attacking Helm's Deep. There's none of that shit. It's only, it. only four-hour bullshit I'm sitting through. It's got to have Aragorn regaining the throne of Gondor. Yep. That's... <laughs> uh, Fellowship is on that list, so I get to watch yeah. Fellowship. Yeah, Fellowship's... Yeah, I, I really feel like that should... They shouldn't be three movies. It should just be one thing. Just one, it's, yeah. Because it, it's, it really is. It's really one thing. I'm not talking about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> we can be hero. Dude, all hold, day doing it that holds up. It so does. fucking good. It really does. You know what? What are we? Fifteen years later, and it's yeah. still so fucking good. Yeah, it's great. And then the Hobbit came out and was a piece of dog turd. Yes, it but, was. Yeah. So I also have been watching a ton of crap. Sweet. Recently, I was kind of sick last week, so I spent right, a lot yeah. of time laying on the couch watching. Uh, I watched a lot of He-Man episodes because I found a bunch of He-Man episodes on YouTube. And I was like, I love He-Man. Let's <laughs> watch me some He-Man? He-Man. It's not so bad. Like all the 80s cartoons. That one is definitely okay Okay. The better of yeah, the 80s cartoons. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say better. I'd say least terrible. Least terrible. Fair enough. Less terrible. Less. Um, but I've also been going real hard on the and I think this is why I got into this conversation with you about these classic movies when you brought it up. Cause I was like, ah, I'm ready to jump into this shit. <laughs> Cause I have been spending lots of time with the Turner classic movies app on the Roku. Oh, nice. Yeah. I got a, nice. uh, I have my, my sister's account signed into it. 
Oh, what did I watch recently? Uh, I watched Eyes Without a Face. Oh, wow. Have okay. Heard of, heard of Eyes Without I've a Face? I've heard of it. Uh, 1960 French horror film about a guy who is a surgeon and he like accidentally caused his daughter to get disfigured. So he's trying to get her a new face. Oh. And he's like killing young women to get their to, the right to face. take their face. It's, wow. It's 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 good, man. It's a real I mean it's a it's a it's in the Criterion collection. Oh and nice. it's pretty obvious why. Um, I know I've heard of it. I've yeah, never I really seen liked it. it. I really liked it a lot. Um, it's the first time I'd actually watched it all the way through. I'd seen bits and pieces of it before. <laughs> but um, what else did I watch? Uh, Harder They Come. I've heard of The Harder They Come. I don't think I have. Uh, I want to say it was like, I forget when that came out. Um, it's, uh, do you know who Jimmy Cliff is? Jimmy Cliff. The reggae artist. Okay. Um. So it was a movie that he did, like, it's, I don't know if you'd call it, I don't think it's really autobiographical or anything like that. I think it's just some made-up story, but it's just some down-on-his-luck kid trying to become a music star in Kingston in uh, 1972. And he starts running with them bad man. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. And it was like... From what I understand, obviously it wasn't live in 1972. I don't know shit about what was about it, but this is kind of um, was kind of like a gateway to Jamaica. Oh, okay. For a lot of people outside to see what Jamaica's like, what and the you know what kind of the inner city of Jamaica was oh, all about. Okay. Um, great music through the whole the goddamn. I can thing. imagine. Oh, so good, dude! Like that. I hate saying this word because of what most people think when I say these three little letters, but I love ska and rock steady and early reggae. Yeah. I love it so much. And I don't mean real fucking big fish or any (laughs) of that other culturally appropriation fucking garbage band nerds. (laughs) I I hate that shit, dude. I hate it so much. This is not the first time I've heard this from John. (laughs) I, I I just despise that crap so much that anytime it's brought up, I can't just grit my teeth just, and just. Ugh. I hate it. I hate it. Stupid bowling shirts and. <laughs> There's a lot of bowling God, shirts. God, awful, 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 awful. Um, yeah, it was really good. It's really good. It's entertaining all the way through. The music's great. There's some cameos from like Prince Buster. Oh, nice. the, yeah, Prince Buster's the DJ at a party they go to. Oh, that's badass. Ah, that's my dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's real cool. Um, and then over the weekend, like literally just yesterday, uh, I did myself a little Ari Aster double feature oh. with some Hereditary and some Midsommar. Oh, nice. Mid- nice. Midsommar. 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 I love both those movies. Really yeah, good. dude. Okay, let's uh, buckle this shit up. <laughs> All right. Um, so I had seen like three quarters of Hereditary before. I had missed the beginning. Oh, the beginning of it? Yeah, like first like half hour. I missed like the first half hour the first time I watched it. Uh, basically, I turned it on like when they're at the party. 
Oh, okay. The the, the kid and the she eats the, the, the two kids nuts. and she eats the cake. Yeah. Um. So I saw that. Bang! Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that part is nuts. But that movie is a and and I kind of knew what was coming. Like I knew that, uh, dude. If you're listening to this and you're not ready for spoilers, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what to tell you. Um, but I knew that there was some like demon stuff in it. I knew it was kind of one of those like demon possession kind of things. Um. So I normally don't like those type of movies, but I like Hereditary. Yeah, it's a slow burn, dude. Yeah. It's a slow burn. Tony Collette's great. I think she's been great. Yeah, she's just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I really remember seeing her in anything before Little Miss Sunshine. But she's great in Little Miss Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine's a fantastic yeah. fucking movie. I love that movie <laughs> all the way through. It's awesome. Um. But I think she's been, she's really great in everything she's ever been in. I think she does a wonderful job. Um, so yeah, it was really just watching her just be in absolute anguish. Oh my god! Because the entire movie torturous shit keeps happening to her, and then the end happens, and you're like, "What in the fuck?" Like that really came out of the last twenty minutes of that movie just come out of fucking nowhere and hit you like a truck. Um. The part right at the end where she's chasing the kid and he goes up in the attic and then it flashes back down and she's on the ceiling. Yeah. Ugh! Yeah. Yikes, dude. And like the entire scene, you still see her up there. Like, uh, you see it from the fuck, background. man. That, that kind of, damn. Yeah. She's like outside and she's like banging her head on the door and then he turns around and she's like flying in the air doing stuff that yeah. I won't talk about. And shit, man. The end of that movie is just fucking nuts. <laughs> and I like that it's kind of confusing. Yeah. I like that it it ends and you're like, fucking wait a minute. What? Okay, so hang on. Right? Like, this was okay. going here. And you start thinking about things that probably didn't mean much to you when they happened. And I also feel that that was huge in Midsummer. Yes, definitely. That was a huge deal. And there were some things that I was kind of like, oh, yeah, okay. All right. See All right. Now. I get you. I get you. Um, the big one with that is when they first show up to the commune and they're kind of walking around and some of, one, of, one of them asks, hey, what's that over there? And he's like, oh, it's a painting of a love story. And it's like, obviously, it's like this woman like trying to cast this spell on this dude. Oh, yeah. And there's yeah. all those like panels of the drawing. All those panels of that drawing happened to that guy. Everything in every one of those panels happens to Christian in that movie. Oh, shit. I guess I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And I picked up on that because <laughs> there's that scene like when him and Danny are like like he's been pissed off about something or whatever. I think it may have been the day that was like her birthday or whatever. Yeah. And he forgot about it. And uh, he gets that hair in that pie. Oh, yeah. I was like, weird. oh, shit, that's from that fucking painting. I was like, I that's, ex- that. oh, fuck. And his drink is like a slightly different color. Uh, that was in that fucking painting, too. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'll rewatch it then. Also, it has one of my favorite things ever that happens in a horror movie. What's that? Dude wearing other dude face. Yep. Yep. Classic. Classic Best. dude wearing other dude's face. Um, yeah, man, I really liked it. I, I'm really looking forward to um, whatever 
that Ari Aster is that that guy's name? I think something like that. Yeah, I don't think he's doing another horror movie though. I thought I saw something. He's he wants to do something different. That's a shame. I really wish people wouldn't do that. Yeah, because then we end up with that uh, fucking house with the clock in its walls bullshit that Eli Roth tried to perpetrate upon us. Oh yeah, we're like, bro, we love Cabin Fever. Give yeah, us Cabin Fever. Do more Cabin Fever. <laughs> <laughs> we left Cabin Fever and we loved Hostel the first time we saw it but now when we think about it it's really just gross yep <laughs> yes <laughs> it's pretty gross man uh, yeah, I remember I'm going to see Hostel and I was like oh shit yeah and I walked out of Hostel and was like oh shit yeah <laughs> and a friend of mine asked me what I thought about it and I told her I was like dude it was the most gory shit I've ever seen in a theater yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, you can watch some like August Underground or Mermaid in Manhole or any of those kind of gore things. Right. At home, but in a theater, whew, look out. And uh, I really liked Eli Roth at the time. I haven't seen very many of his newer movies. I haven't either. I felt like he kind of slipped off for a little while. Um, I really like him as a dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that special he did for. I don't remember what network it was. Uh, Showtime or something, maybe. Where he was like, here's an episode about vampires, and here's an episode about zombies, and just like oh, talking okay. about the, like we'd go through the history of whatever that topic was in horror movies. It's a really good series. Oh, really that good sounds series. really We're cool, actually. It. Um, yeah, it was really, I forget what it was called, even. I don't know. Just look for Eli Roth. You'll figure it out. Yeah, that actually, I might check um, that out. Yeah, it's pretty good. It was pretty recent it was in the past couple of years um but that was yeah that was really good and i want to see the green inferno i've not seen that either it's like a cannibal thing uh, it looks like it's like cannibal holocaust yeah yeah i'm kind of interested in that and i can't bring myself to watch knock knock i've i've watched that it's rough uh, i can't do it because i love her oh that yeah <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. Uh, yeah, what's her shit? Uh, Poof. Blade Runner 2049. Oh, the, the, damn it. Uh, R&D's on it. Uh, this is like the worst part of the podcast yep. ever right here because <laughs> we can't think of this girl's name. Uh, a... Anna Diarmas. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I love Anna Diarmas. I think she's amazing. And I know she's like some weirdo sex killer yep. in that movie. Her and her friend. Yeah. Who's uh, Lorenzo Izzo, who is uh, or was uh, Eli Ross' wife. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That movie is nuts. Me and. Uh... My buddy Mike watched it one time, and there's like some pretty like graphic like sex scenes in it. Mm-hmm. And Mike and I looked at each other like, "Well, I guess uh, we're a little bit closer now. We've just witnessed yeah, 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 practical I, porn." I saw, I saw Mulholland Drive with my mom. Oh, yep. Yeah, got to watch a crying <laughs> Naomi Watts jilling off on a couch while sitting next to my mom. <sighs> that movie's a fucking trip, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw that movie. We went to the theater. We were going to go see something else, and I didn't know that Mulholland Drive had come because my mom was in town. She lived uh, in Indianapolis at the time, and she was in town. I was like, "Hey, let's go to a movie." And I was like, "Okay, I think we were going to go see We Were Soldiers." Okay, Mel Gibson thing. 
Um, and as we're walking up, I'm like, oh my God, we got Mulholland Drive. I didn't know we got Mulholland Drive. I love David Lynch. I have to see Mulholland Drive. And she's like, I don't care. Buy the tickets, whatever. Not ready for that. Not ready for that at all. (laughs) And then, uh, then the next day, uh, my buddy Aaron calls me and he's like, Hey, did you see, we got Mulholland Drive. And I was like, yeah, I saw it last night. And he's like, Oh, uh, me and, uh, his girlfriend's time, Amy. He's like, me and Amy are going to go see it. And I was like, fuck it. I'll go Go again. I'll go again. So I saw it two days in a row. Back to back. I had to, man, because like you watch that first one first time, and you're like, "What? What? What happened? What in the fuck is this movie even about, dude?" (laughs) And then you watch it again, and you're like, "I kind of think I get it." And then you watch it 300 more times, and you're like, "I thought I got it, but I don't think I do. But I might not actually get it." And I think that's the that's the point. Like I know David Lynch has talked in interviews about how he hates people that try to overanalyze it, right? Um, but it's real weird. And there's a lot of stuff that connects, and I think there's a lot of stuff that doesn't connect. He just just thrown in there to. Well, it was originally conceived as a series, uh... so I think there's a lot of like story hooks that were to continue other stories that aren't about the main the, the the two main characters in Mulholland Drive like I, there were other hooks to move like this is how they connect to this but it's down the road and it doesn't really have anything to do with them other than their connection right okay so there's a lot of stuff that happens that I think was supposed to lead to other things later and didn't right because it didn't turn into a series but Dude makes weird movies. Yeah, yeah, he does. So he just kind of let it roll. Just like, here you like, go. You know what? Fucking fine. <laughs> I don't think uh, I've actually seen it. It's real good, man. Really? It's real good. Maybe I'll have to watch that. I uh, I would definitely love to talk to you about that afterwards. All right. So I haven't seen it in a very long time either. Um, it's really good. Naomi Watts is phenomenal in that. Sweet. She's really good. Billy Ray Cyrus is in it. Oh, shit. Billy yeah. Ray. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then to lead in, I see, dude, I've been watching a lot of stuff. I told you I had a lot to talk about There's today. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, to lead into our feature, I guess kind of one of the reasons that it was on my brain, I recently watched Return to Newcomb High. Oh, nice. That's the yeah. newer one, That's right? the first of the two new first ones. First of the two ones. Um. Yeah, it's Return to Newcomb High and then Return to Return to Newcomb High. Return to Return. And fucking great, dude. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't know if I've seen it. I mean, if you want Newcomb High, but made in 2018. So I think that's when it was made. 17 or 18, fairly recently. Oh, wow. Um, recently enough that the second part I have not been able to find. Oh, okay. So it's not even. I think you can like buy it on DVD from Troma, but I couldn't find it's it. Not any, no, like streaming. I watched. Um, I watched Return to Newcomb High on Vidmark, the Vidmark app. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if it's what platforms it's on. I watched it on the, on the Roku. Oh, okay. Um, it's pretty good. Like Vidmark's got some good stuff on there. Um, a lot of genre stuff, really. Like the, their whole app. 
all the movies look like VHS cases. Oh, that's kind of that's even cool. to where it has like the little colored, like little round sticker that says oh, horror, sci-fi kind of thing that's on the picture. Sweet. Yeah, it's it's cool. That's cool. They do a good job with it. But I loved it, dude. Multiple penis monsters. Well, you have to have it. Yeah, you got to have at least one penis monster. Multiple penis monsters. Um, mutagen ooze. Toxic waste. Got to have toxic the waste. Classic, the classic trauma uh, story hook for whatever kind Just of baddies we need to create. Throw toxic waste in there. Yep, throw some toxic waste in there. Ah, it's New Jersey. Hey, hey, hey. We like the jokes. <laughs> um, That's pretty much everyone. Yeah, and I mean, it's just a lot of ridiculous, super silly shit. That same fucking car crash that's in every one of their goddamn Everyone, movies. yeah. That they filmed in, like, 1986. Same fucking car crash. <laughs> and you know it's coming the whole time, and you're like, here it comes. Man. And they drag it out forever. Yep. Because they know. You know they, they, they know. You don't know what's... Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I liked it. It, it was. I was real happy with it. I, it definitely was. It definitely was what I wanted out Hit of that a, trauma spot. Well, that's what I wanted out of a trauma movie in 2020. You know, I mean, it's it. I'm not gonna say it has great production, but it has like a modern production quality to it. You know, like it was obviously shot in good quality. It right. Yeah. I don't. Th- I doubt they shot it film, but you know shot digitally nice it looks good the effects were good like right yeah just a fun fucking piece of shit (laughs) so that's what we love i definitely recommend that if you get the chance to watch return to newcomb high to do so um it ends on a cliffhanger however Oh, really? Yeah, so that kind of upset me when I really wanted to watch Return to Return to Newcomb High right I afterwards. Couldn't find it. And I couldn't. Um, oh, that's older than I thought, 2013. Hmm. Huh. Now I'm thinking about it, I think I might have it on like Blu-ray. I think one of my buddies gave it to me. I'll have to look after this. Oh, wow. Not the second one. But the but, first one? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Lemmy's in it. Oh, is Lemmy in it? He's in yeah. a couple. He's in know. a bunch of drama stuff. He's always like a narrator or something. He's What's he in? Uh, I think he's like the mayor in this one, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah, he'd ter- be the mayor of Tromaville. Yeah, Lemmy oh. is. Isn't uh, in Terra Firmer, is that the one where he's like, what a bad thing to have <laughs> to take a, Mexi- uh, take a Mexican to work day. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's the he's the, the narrator in Tromeo and Juliet, too. Yes, which is choice fucking trauma. Oh, yeah. James Gunn. James Gunn. Yeah, dude. And Penis Monster. And Amazing Penis Monster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also has one of my favorite lines ever in a movie. Uh, when, um, oh, shit. Romeo and uh, his friend. What the fuck's his friend's name? I oh, it's been so long since I've seen yeah, Romeo and Juliet. It's been a fucking forever. Uh, they're at some party, and the friend. Like Romeo's like looking for for Juliet or whatever, and the friends. Oh, it's gonna bug the shit out of me. Um. Oh shit, that's on Prime Video. Oh, is it? Nice. Might have to throw that one on. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, the dude's like, the dude's like, okay, you wait here. I'm gonna go jack off. Switch my hand around the punch bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Like nice. That's a good line. <laughs> That's uh, a great line. 
Um, yeah, man. So definitely return to Nukem High. Check them out. Right. I'll check Some that out. Modern trauma stuff. I think is pretty good. Poultry Geist. Poultry Geist. Some pretty good stuff. Uh, but you can't have the new stuff if you don't have the beginning. The beginning of all. And of that is what we watched in the 1984 classic as I screw around with this stand and possibly make weird springy sounds in the microphone. Uh, <laughs> That's been known to happen on this show. It, it's, it's a constant struggle when you're dealing with like $85 worth of audio equipment from Amazon to record this podcast. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Cause we work for a nonprofit. Hey, Yay. that means we're broke. Um, but we're rich in spirit, Dave. Damn right we because are. Because we help people every day. Yeah, we do. Make the world a little bit better. And I may sound sarcastic because I'm that kind of dude. Yeah. But I'm not being sarcastic right now. <laughs> it's hard to tell sometimes. We have a good job and I believe in my employer. Yep. I agree. Uh, uh, so anyway, Toxic Avenger, 1984. Uh, directed by Michael Hurst, Lloyd Kaufman, written by Joe Ritter, Lloyd Kaufman, starring no fucking body. No one in... Uh, did anybody do anything in this? Like, Joe Ritter, oh, wow. Joe Ritter's camera and electrical department for all kind of shit. So the guy that wrote The Toxic Avenger was camera and electrical for... Coyote Ugly, Life, Starship Troopers, Pulp Fiction, Whoa. Wayne's World 2, Damn, Bram Stoker's Dracula, Dr. Giggles, Freddy's Dead, Final Nightmare, Barton Fink, Maniac Cop 2, The Amazing Hell Comes to Frogtown, I've not, I've, starring I've Roddy not Roddy Piper, that, but... rest in peace. Uh, wow. Wow. Uh, also wrote Toxic Avenger 4 and the Toxic Crusaders video game and Toxie 2 and 3. So oh, wow. this guy's like Toxie's dad. <laughs> um, yeah. Wrote a bunch of Toxie stuff and then ran a camera on a bunch of good stuff. That's crazy. I don't know. He's <laughs> I mean, all that. So. Yeah. Joe Ritter. I don't know. Um,. Just, yeah, he was a screenplay writer. Uh, there's also a screenplay writer named Gay Terry. Gay Terry. Whose only credits are the first three Toxic Avenger movies. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, so this movie has it all, dude. It does. It's your classic uh, bunch of assholes, bully, some helpless wimp. Melvin. Melvin, the helpless wimp. Who then becomes a superhero and proceeds to kill the shit out of kill everybody? Everyone, a hideously deformed monster here with all kinds of super things, superpowers. Like super, super, <sighs> it doesn't even really have any superpowers, other than he's like strong or something, I guess. Yeah. He's super sort of strong. And there's that one part where he's in that car and it blows up and he's just like, Completely oh, right, I'm getting out now. But uh, yeah, he just is a nerd and he gets pushed around and falls into a truck full of toxic waste, which is being hauled through Tromaville. And they stop next to the health club where Melvin works 
so that the two truck drivers with their open barrels of toxic waste. Yes, open bubbling barrels. Can partake in their gallon bag of cocaine. <laughs> cocaine. Uh, I love the part where they lift their faces up and their faces just, just full of cocaine. Because <laughs> they're not doing lines. They're just sticking their head in the bag. <laughs> great oh it's so good i don't know if that's how you do cocaine or not I, so i can't really judge yeah. i mean maybe you do that i don't know if you have that much cocaine maybe that's the way you do it i think it's yeah if you have, you have a gallon maybe, bags maybe worth you see the dudes just doing like the little lines because that's all they've got they don't they never had a gallon they never had it. a gallon bag yeah pretty sure if you have a gallon bag of cocaine you're dead yeah i think you are <laughs> i don't think there's a lot of getting through that um yeah, it just turns out that everybody in Tromaville is super crooked, and they're assholes. Even and the mayor. The mayor's the worst one of all. Toxie goes through and kills them all in various hilarious ways, and he wins the blind girl who's blind, so she can't see how deformed he is. And they fall in love. And there's your plot, so let's talk about all the stuff that happened in this movie that we love, because oh. we don't really need to break down this plot. I don't it's think we do. It's You just pretty line, much broke it down. Straight line, ABC. Um... I love the part where he goes to the Mexican restaurant and kills all the f- fucking bad guys in the Mexican restaurant. That, yeah, that is like the best part. One of the best It has parts. the best kills. Like the, uh, as you said while we were watching it, the loser milkshake. Loser milkshake. Where like pours milk in this dude's <laughs> mouth and then pours ice cream in the dude's mouth and then squirts a bunch of chocolate sauce on it, puts fucking cherry on top of it, and then crams the dude's head into a milkshake machine. Uh, that was great. Yeah. That was real great. Um, deep fried like that guy. Crams the guy's hands in a fry basket, deep fries him. Great. Um, so, yeah, that's. And then and then when the cops show up and they're all standing around eating the tacos. <laughs> I hey, love the others eating hey, tacos. Hey, what do you got over there? There's tacos falling everywhere. It's like they don't know how to eat fucking tacos. Yeah, it's just like they bought one just like, all over. Blah, blah, and they're falling all over the place. It's. That's good. Um. I love the end when he pulls the mayor's guts out and then the mayor tries to shove his guts back in. Back into him. Because that's how that works. Yeah. Put it back in. It's fine. It's just, it's, it's so good. It hits, it hits every note. Like, I mentioned this earlier. I remember watching this on, um, obviously edited for television on, uh, USA Up All Night. Right. Um, and I think, I think those great memories of watching trash on USA Up All Night, specifically this movie, is really where my love of these kind of movies came from. Yeah. Because I, I should not have been. I mean, even edited for TV, I should not. I should nobody no. shouldn't have twelve year olds watching this fucking movie. <laughs> not <right>? at all. <laughs> and probably has a lot of reason to. Why I ended up who I am. <laughs> Toxic Avenger made you. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I really am. It's no problem. It's no problem. I got super into trauma in high school. That seems like the perfect time to get into trauma. Yeah. So, like, so I graduated high school in 97. Right on. And that was like before DVD. Right. Like, I worked, uh, I worked in the toy store in the mall for a real long time. Um, like I started when I was a senior and then I worked there for like seven years or something oh, like damn. that. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Best job I've ever fucking had. 
But before I was a manager, before I was full-time manager, I also worked across the hall at Suncoast. So I worked there for a little bit. So I would work both jobs. Both jobs? Yeah, I'd work toy store sometimes. And Walk over. Sun, yeah. yeah. Like, I literally would do that. <laughs> just get off and go back? Yeah, I just, I just changed my shirt as I was walking across the hall. <laughs> and I'd go over there. And so that was like, I mean, you know, that was the end of the heyday of VHS. Right. Like, when I worked at Sunco, so that would have been, that would have been 97, 98, that we, ju- we had, like, one rack of DVDs. At Suncoast. They oh, were wow. brand new. Wow. And VHS was so cheap by then. It was so cheap. Just dirt cheap. Oh, like, you know, 10 bucks. You know, oh, what, damn. Whatever. Just, Scooping all that up. Right. Because, I mean, if you think about, like, when I was a kid, I remember when, um, like, I think it was Top Gun came out on VHS for $40. $40? Really? In, like, Ooh. 1987 or whatever. And that was fucking cheap. That was cheap for that? That was super cheap. That Damn. was super cheap because VHS tapes sold for an insane amount of money because you weren't meant to own them. Right. Yeah. You were meant to rent them. So they would sell to the video stores for like 500 bucks. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then the video store would rent it out to make money. So if you wanted to own a VHS tape, like you kind of didn't. Like, when I was a kid, all of our VHS tapes was just shit that we, like, taped off HBO. Just taped, yeah. You know, that was that was how we watched our VHS tapes. And then, like, the technology got to the point that they could start knocking the price down. And I really think it was, like, Top Gun. Oh, wow. was one of the first ones that was, like, affordable. Somewhat affordable. For, for home video. So, when I say that by 98, VHS was super cheap. Yeah, I mean, you can go get fucking movies for like 10 bucks. 10 bucks, damn. <laughs> and Troma was going ham at that time, too. Damn. Like, because they just, they were putting out so much shit, and Suncoast had all of it. That's so, impressive to have all of that. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm working in the mall, like, in summer at the movie store. Dude, we'd go hours without having anyone walk in the store. Right, yeah. So we're just cooling out behind the counter, leaning up against a step stool, freaking eating a box of M&Ms that I bought with my employee discount, watching, <laughs> watching fucking movies. God knows what on the TVs, you know. But you get bored of that, so you spend a lot of time walking around the store. So Checking I just, stuff oh, out. Oh, man, dude, just like, let's go scour through this section. And it was always it was always funny because they always you know they had like a a rack full of like soft core stuff yeah nudie movies you know nudie like movies. The, the Playboy video centerfolds and <laughs> shit like that so there were always a lot of jokes about oh you need to go uh, organize that section today <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but yeah we'd always find like always always finding weird new trauma stuff. We had no idea. And like, I remember one day um, at at that same time, I think it was when I worked at Suncoast, uh, Brian Steele worked at the arcade. All right, right on. And I found, and, and, and this is before the internet, like we barely had the internet. Right. And when I say barely had the internet, like the only way we had access to the internet 
was we would go sneak into the computer labs at Purdue. Oh, uh, okay. Like we knew where the all night computer lab was in the math building. Sneak in and down there. You didn't even really have to sneak in because it's just some student sitting at the counter. Right. And it was they didn't have sign ins or security. There was no second security. Just None. walk in. And we just walk in and sit down. So there's like just a bunch of jackasses that walk into the fucking computer lab <laughs> and they're sitting there with your dial up. Ah, uh, I think they probably had like a real early DSL. Oh. Probably. All right, so we had a little uh, a little bit of a sidetrack there. We're all good. Sidetrack. Got a little bit of uh, background noise here, but it's all right. Dave's grandpa's riding his exercise bike at the moment. Yep, he's uh, working hard. <laughs> we're finishing up. So yeah, I would just and uh, oh, so I was telling the story, and I found like Newcomb High two and three, which we didn't know about because we didn't have the internet, so you didn't know about right. this stuff. And uh, I told Steele about him, and he just left the arcade. He just like was like, ah, I'm going locks the locks the door to the back room. It's an arcade; you don't really need to be there. Right? Yeah. Runs down to Suncoast to buy Newcomb High two and three, and we immediately go back to his house when the mall closes and watch him. Watch him. Crap. <laughs> but they're so good. Newcomb High is. is they're pretty great. They're pretty great. So we were, yeah, we were really going on the trauma stuff then. And it's definitely because I watched Toxic Avenger. Toxic Avenger when I was like twelve on cable. I'm pretty sure Toxic Avenger is like the movie when I when I watched it. I watched it with Steel actually. It was the first time I watched it was mm. Brian. Mm-hmm. And I think it's where, yeah, I'm into this. Let's watch more of this stuff. Yeah, I uh don't really think this movie Bronson's. I was gonna say I doubt uh, it Bronson's. I doubt it does, but we might be able to track some Maybe three or four steps with like Marissa Tomei's little like two oh, yeah, second, yeah. which well, I didn't know, I didn't realize. Yeah, like it's it's one of the things that Troma always pumps up that they're like, hey, we gave Marissa Tomei an Oscar winner, Marissa Tomei her start, <laughs> Kevin Costner, and uh, I think there's like a couple other people that had like real small Troma roles at various points. Oh, yeah, I think Kevin like, Costner was in a really small. Uh, yeah, it was in Sizzle Beach, USA. Sizzle Beach, USA. Uh, I've seen that one. I've seen Troma's War. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen Combat Shock? No. Ooh, it's weird, man. Is it weird? Yeah, it's different. It's really different it's still from trauma, trauma right? stuff. Not really. No. Like, I mean, it is a trauma movie, but it's real not the same. Really? Yeah, it's real bleak. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a total downer to yeah. end the show. <laughs> I was saying, check it out, but I don't know what we'll that down. Uh, if you're familiar with the band Suicide... Um, I think so. You should be because they're great. They were the, uh, they're the first documented use of the word punk to refer to a style of music. Oh, okay, yes, yeah, they talk about that. Um, yeah. They have a song. Uh, it's like what the hell is it called? Like Frankie something. Frankie teardrop. Uh. And it's basically that song adapted into a movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's it, heavy. Pretty heavy? It's pretty Oof, heavy. Yikes. Um, so yeah, it's kind of screwed up. It's not a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. I mean, it's it's a poorly done movie. Um, but it's like, so this guy's like, came home from Vietnam and his life's crap and his everything sucks and his baby's deformed and his wife's nagging him all the time and he can't find a job and oh shit just everything's miserable 
and they like shoot the Vietnam segments in like the weeds behind the mall. Really? But it looks okay. Oh wow! It looks okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but that movie's kind of it's kind of crazy. So, yeah, but I don't think it's Bronson's. In, no Bronson's. Like it'd be like three or four steps, and I'm not gonna. I kind of wondered that when we started watching. I'm like, it's probably not gonna Bronson. Uh, it, I mean, Lloyd Kaufman's been in a few things outside of trauma. Like he's in. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, he's in the uh, like the prison scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's in Rocky. You just told me. Yeah. Um, was that like his first thing? I don't know. He's been in so much crap that yeah. like it takes forever to scroll through this stuff. Um. So I guess his first movie was Battle Loves Return, which is it's a it's a trauma thing, I think, or it's at least like a his deal. Oh, like one of his. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was in Rocky in '76 as. Drunk, drunk number one. Uh, he's in the final countdown. Uh, he was in Orgasmo. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, he's the doctor. Cause he, uh, cause uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker were in uh, Terra Firmer. Yes, because Troma released um, Cannibal Musical. Right. Yeah. Even though it wasn't a Troma movie, they, they released, released Cannibal the Musical. Um, which was basically that whole thing. Like trauma will release any movie. Basically you send them a finished movie and they do everything. They'll do all their, the they do the marketing, whatever you don't have any control over it, but you get 10%, which is pretty cool. But you don't have to do anything. Right. Like they, they, they take it from there. So depending on your situation might be a good deal. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad might at be all. A good deal. So, um, but yeah, they they were in. <laughs> yeah, they because in there like a. Don't they do? Didn't they do like a, um, like an infomercial kind of thing in Terra Firmer about hermaphrodites? Yeah. yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, super young and. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. So. We always end the show rating, our movies. Yeah. So, on a scale of one to five mops. One to five mops. Ooh. Yeah. What are you giving? What are you giving? Toxic Avenger. The to- the first Toxic Avenger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's a classic. It is. I. Uh, it's got my. It started my love of bad movies. So I'm just gonna go five because it's up there. You know what? Yeah. I said this, and then you started talking, and I was like, you know what? I don't care what Dave says. I'm gonna blow his mind. Yeah. And I'm going to give it a five. Five? Oh, shit. <laughs> and I gave it, I'm giving it a five, man. It's perfect. I love it. Yep. Um, I have no complaints about anything that happens in this movie at any point in time. Nope. It's just ridiculous. Um, it's it's so good. I love it. I love it so much. All the, all the kills are ridiculous and great. Yes. All the weird people from Jersey. That turned into a Saturday morning children's cartoon somehow. Yeah. That is nuts. I... I really want to know how that happened, like like real specifically where that went and how right. that got going. Because, so. like you said, you brought up a good point. Like, you know, some mom, you know, rents this movie for their kid. Yeah, like they're like, oh, he loves little Johnny loves uh, this cartoon. I'll get him the movie. Yeah, he'll love the movie. What? <laughs> so, I. I I think there it is, man. We we broke our rules and we went with something we said we weren't going to do. 
But we could do that. I don't care. We don't care. I don't care. We make the rules. We could break them. I don't care. Um, It is available on Amazon Prime. Um, It is also available on YouTube. I assume YouTube, yeah. For free. Um, Buy or rent. I'm not sure. There's definitely a free version here. I had thought that Troma put up. I know. They had like almost like a streaming service, I think. Uh, Here's a... um, Toy Galaxy video that's the history of the Toxic Crusaders. Really? Yeah. They have to watch that and find out what this guy's got to say. <laughs> uh, looks like it's on Film Rise as well. Um, I have the whole run of the cartoons. It came with, uh, I bought the Toxic Avenger collection. That has great. one through four. Not great. No? It's not great. It has one, it has one through four in the cartoons. In the cartoons. Nice. I got it from. Um, What's that place in the mall? Fye. Mm. I went up there when I was like collecting DVDs. I went up there and sit and like just said they had it, and the guy was saying because they don't normally get trauma movies, he had to order it, but it was only twenty bucks. It took me like eight months <laughs> to get it, but I got it for twenty bucks. So there's a uh, video of making of the teaser trailer for Toxie Five from six years ago. Oh shit. So I kind of wonder if that's ever going to happen. From yes, that far, that long ago. Uh-oh. I hope. At one point, there was like a weird rumor that Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to be in it as like his mentor. I remember hearing that? That was a long time ago. Do you know I could kind of see them pulling that off? Think so? I could. I could kind of see it. Um, here's a story from May of 2018 that says it's finally happening. Ooh. New details revealed. Uh, here's one that says from bloody disgusting, very ambitious, best one yet two years ago. So it sounds like they're working on it. We'll see what happens. Hopefully that comes out. Uh, James Gunn is involved. Nice. And James Gunn isn't involved three days later. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but so, yeah, man, it spawned comic books and, Action figures and basically is the reason Guardians of the Galaxy exists. Yeah, pretty much. Because if Lloyd hadn't given James Gunn his start, probably wouldn't even see who who would have, you know. So there we go. Our first perfect score. Perfect score. Five out of five unanimous decision. And it all came together at the last minute because we are dumb, lazy jerks. (laughs) We uh, just dumb and lazy jerked the whole episode. I, I would say we won't do it again, but there's chances that uh, we there's might. There's a very high chance we're going to do this again. <laughs> there's a very high chance we're going to do it again. And we probably won't watch Toxic Avenger, but we might watch like Master of the Universe. Ooh. Or Death Wish 3. Or I'd watch something else we said we wouldn't watch. I'd watch Death, with Death Wish 3. Death Wish 3, Respect Your Elders. Respect Your Elders. That one's the most ridiculous one. I love it. It is. It is. I love that old, uh, that dude that I always thought was Ernest Bordenheim, but I don't think it is. It's not Ernest Bordenheim. It's like knockoff Ernest Bordenheim. It's it's like great value Ernest Bordenheim. (laughs) Running around with a machine gun for no reason. One's got like a big belt-fed machine gun. from. It's it's so crazy. Canon films, man. I love me some Canon films. Yeah, I could do, I could, we could do a second show. And only watch Canon Just films. Just Canon films. There'd be so much, so much. The C-List. 
This, oh, dude, I'm in. <laughs> Spinoff show. No, we're not. We can't. We can barely get this one together every like once a month that we right. have to do this. Uh, but anyway, so uh, you'll pardon some slight interruptions in video quality. Yeah, some quality there. Whatever you know, it happens. And we threw this together. No guests, no idea what we were going to watch until we watched it. And yeah. John I, came over, and we're like, "Let's." And uh, I spent watch the first, this. and I spent the first fifteen minutes of the movie regretting my choice of a Wendy's jalapeno bacon chicken sandwich. Yes, yes you did. <laughs> Shit was spicy. <laughs> spicy, it says so. And then I did it anyway, and I'm like, "Why did I get this? It's too spicy. <laughs> it's too spicy." So. But that's where we are, dudes. Thanks for tuning in. Yes, appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Smash, smash all the buttons. The the bell Do icon. What? I don't know. Yeah, if that's I, I, I have no idea. Whatever yeah. liking and subscribing, you can sharing. Yeah, sh- whatever. Share you the want page if you if you enjoy it. As always, big shout out to everybody on the Journey into Comics Network. All the all the the Podfather, Nate Phillips, Nate and Dick and all Dick those guys, and Nick, and Tyler, all those guys. Everybody, make sure you check out all the other shows. Brews with Dudes, Dungeons with Dudes. Podcastrophy. Poor 360. Uh, Foodies watching movies. Yeah, there's that new record roulette show that's supposed to be coming I heard something about. Yes, yeah. Interested to see how that goes. Uh, I forgot what the name of that is, but... Yeah, I don't remember what it is either, but I thought the concept was super interesting. Yeah. And I'm I, interested I, to hear what new job they go. Super into that. And uh, I'm also interested to maybe weasel my way onto that show at some point in time. I shouldn't be that hard. Yeah. You know how I love to weasel my way into things and tell people how they should feel about <laughs> stuff. <laughs> but you do love that. That's like my favorite thing. <laughs> Like that's that is pedantry for pedantry. no reason. <laughs> it's John great. in a nutshell right there. It is. It is. So thanks for tuning in and yes. we will be back at you in a couple of weeks. Hopefully more prepared. Hopefully with somebody else to sit here and talk. Sit here and talk. Yes. Although I feel like this just gave me excuse to babble for like an hour and 20 minutes. And yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. It works. Works for me. So, It's cool. All right. We'll catch you next time. Bye.